When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Before we start with today's show, we wanted to let you know that we have set up a Facebook group, a.k.a. an actual digital club. So we're now going to be able to hang out properly, discuss all things self-care, share stories and be a proper community where we get to be with each other. The link is in the show notes or you can just go to Facebook and search self-care clubbers. So please come and join us. We can't wait to have you there. It's already up and thriving, isn't it, Lauren? Yeah, people have been chatting all weekend about what they've been doing and it's just really cute. I'm loving it. So please come join us and we hope to see you there. The advice for self-care today is endless and can be yet another overwhelming job for women. Every episode, we trial a different self-care practice, live it to the letter for a week and report back to you on the results. Will it actually improve your well-being or will it be another waste of your time? We test out self-care so you don't have to. Welcome to Self-Care Club. Happy New Year. Welcome to the very first show of 2023. It's that time of year where everything is about New Year's resolutions. But here at Self Care Club, we think there is a better and kinder way to start your year, which will help you achieve whatever it is you want for yourself in 2023. I'm Nicole Goodman. And I'm Laura Mishcon. And this is Self Care Club. So what is this fabulous new thing that we're talking about? Well, it's setting intentions. And also it was in the title of the podcast, I probably guessed. (laughs) Why would we choose to do this over a New Year's resolution? Well, New Year's resolutions are dictatorial, whereas intentions go deeper. An intention is something that you want and plan to do. It's more focused on the process you go through until you get to what is actually achieved. An intention is a quality of consciousness that you bring to a deed or to words. It's an energy. It's the why beneath the why. Nice. A resolution, on the other hand, is a firm decision to do or not do something. It sounds strict, solid and firm, but a lot of the time life happens and you might find that in those moments your self-discipline or your willpower let you down and the end result is a feeling of disappointment and failure. And who wants to start their year that way? Exactly. I definitely don't. So if this has ever happened to you, then maybe setting intentions is the change that you need this year because your intentions support goals from the inside. So what does it mean to set an intention? It's simply stating what you intend to accomplish through your actions. It's a commitment to what you want. That's so nice. A commitment to what you want. Yeah. I think that's great. When you are intentional about something, your focus is in the moment. 
who you are, what you are doing and why. It requires you to stay present. Setting intentions is a better way to achieve your goals because they bring a unique quality of focus. They act as a powerful reminder of the bigger perspective and they call for introspection. If I let go of the end result for a while, what am I hoping to gain from the process? So paying more attention to your intentions can do incredible things for your life. It's empowering because you become the conscious creator of your life. How lovely. Lauren, I feel like you've, you're like digging it out for Honestly, the first show. I am. Uh, you are. Do you know who is the queen of intentions? Yeah. Go on. Who? Oprah Winfrey. Correct. You know how I know that? How? Because I stumbled across this podcast this morning and it was Super Soul Sunday. It came up mm-hmm. as a notification mm-hmm. and it said, by the way, Super Soul Sundays is Oprah Winfrey's podcast. Yeah. And it came up and the title was Intentions. Yeah. So Oprah claims that Gary Zukov's book, The Seat of the Soul, taught her about the principle of intention and changed the way that she does everything. Have you, did you listen to the podcast? A bit of it. She believes that intention rules every outcome. Oprah says it's the universal truth behind all relationships. The energy we put out into the world is the energy we get back. So if you want more love in your life, set your intention to be more loving. Conversely, if you're wondering why there are so many angry people in your life, look no further than the resentment you hold in your own heart. (sighs) One of the gifts of being alive is to craft yourself to be better than you've known yourself to be. Oprah says the power of intention cured her of her people pleasing and that it allowed her to hear the truth of who she was and what she needed. Beautiful. So let's look at a practical example of the difference between setting an intention and a resolution. Okay, so this is the resolution. (laughs) I want to give up sugar. I'm laughing. Why? Well, because I do want to give up sugar. Okay. And I think I say it all the time. So I am no longer going to eat sugar. That's my resolution. So with that resolution in mind, I'm going to try very, very hard every day to make different choices with what I choose to eat. Yeah. Right? So I'll fail on some days Mm -hmm. and I'm going to feel frustrated. Yeah. Um, Six weeks or six months later on, am I still sugar free? Yeah. Am I going to be waving a flag in a sugar-free parade down the street saying I did it? Yeah. Am I? Really? Don't know. Probably not. Will I be rejoicing and going over in my mind how I achieved it and feeling proud of my willpower? Mm, well, when it's put like that... Probably not. Probably not. No. It no. kind of... It's setting, it's setting you up to fail. Definitely. Basically. And then if you ever eat the sugar, you're just going to feel like you failed. Immediately failed. Immediately failed, yeah. yeah. Now, let's see what setting an intention would look like. I'm going to aim to cut down on my sugar with the intention of giving it up. Mm -hmm. That's the difference. So we've gone from I am giving up sugar to I'm going to aim to cut down on sugar with the intention of giving it up. Very different energies. Mm. So you're likely to pay attention to each moment where you choose to put one less teaspoon of sugar in your cup of tea. You'll notice how it still tastes good. And after a few weeks, how used to this you've become to the point where you may choose to cut out another half a teaspoon or even a teaspoon. But if you don't, there is no self-reprimand or feelings of guilt or failure. No, because it's an aim. It's an aim. It's a process. Rather than something binary. Yeah. I love it. So you haven't achieved giving it up completely, but you're in it 
and you can already see the results. So by cutting down, let's say by one teaspoon a day, that's maybe 10 less teaspoons of sugar a week. And so you've got this degree of awareness about the process without becoming completely consumed by it or dictated by it. And you might notice that after a month of swapping your tea time sugary snack for something else, that you don't have that slump at your desk at half past four and that feels good and maybe you want to carry on feeling good. Yeah. And maybe also because you've you're down all these teaspoons of sugar, you might have lost a few pounds or you might find that your skin looks better. You're going to notice these things and you're going to integrate the benefits as you work on your intention. Now, resolutions do have their place. They can be a good focus to get things done, but they can also be a bit of a trap. How many times have you sworn to make that resolution to start a New Year diet and eat in a Twix on day two in a moment of self-sabotaging revenge? You ever done that, Lauren? Endlessly. The moment I think about, okay, I'm going to be really good today, then I'll just go and do something completely opposite to, I don't know, like as self-sabotage to rebel rebel against myself. Yeah. Pathetic, isn't it? It is. So just by doing that, you can already tell yourself that you failed. And therefore, you're not going to go on the diet. I've eaten the Twix. I'm too late. Forget it. I'm done. Blown it. Oh, well. When you focus so much on the outcome, you ignore the journey, its lessons, and the joy of actually going through it. Yes. So what are the benefits of setting intentions? We know the concept might sound a little bit woo-woo, but... We like woo-woo here. We don't mind. It's also a basic foundation to lay if you are a person who has goals. Intention is the first step in achieving them, and it's the first step into your preferred story. If your intention is solidly aligned with your values, then you've got a powerful tool for moving forward and achieving your desires. Intentions can be large, lifelong things, small, short-term things just for today, but like manifesting, they need to be specific and actionable it's very close to manifesting very very close yes it's it's not vastly it's not so different you are in a way you are manifesting yeah but they they can also be emotional intentions can involve the emotions things that you hope and intend to feel about a particular thing or a situation in the future when you set an intention it provides accountability and it allows you to take control of your personal choices and your life it's really about being proactive in your own life. So when you set an intention, you're stating a manifesto, your own manifesto for what you would like to have and feel and experience versus just being this passive participant going through the motions. Intentions provide you with the opportunity to actively participate in your life in the way that you want to live it. It's wonderful. It's wonderful. It is. It's got so many upsides. I just don't see why we haven't done this sooner. So how exactly can you go about setting intentions? Well, here at Self Care Club, we love nothing more than a step-by-step guide. So here you go with a simple five-step program. This is how you set intentions. You state it, clarify it, keep it positive, keep it simple and no limits. Yes. So state it, clarify it, 
Keep it positive. Keep it simple. No limits. So let's just break this down very quickly. State your intentions. That's number one. When you decide what you want, say it or write it down. This solidifies it and helps to keep you accountable. I do this all the time in my coaching sessions. I either get someone to stand up and yeah. say it when they've yeah. decided what it is they want for themselves or I get them to write it down. State your intention to accomplish that task. Put it up on social media if that's appropriate for you. Intentions are most powerful when they are shared or declared outside of your own head. Yes. Love it. Love it. Number two, be clear. Whatever your intentions are, it's necessary to be clear about what you want to achieve and think about the results that you'll obtain from it. So it's like creating a vision, isn't it? Manifesting, basically. Yeah. If you know what you want, it's easier to focus and put all your energy into it. It's so much easier than feeling lost and not knowing what you're heading towards. Into, yeah. Yeah. Um, intentions can help you maintain your course and steer it even when life gets in the way, which invariably it will at times, won't it? The intentions are there to remind you why you want it and why you want to do it and the results you desire. Yeah. It's beautiful. Number three, make your intentions positive. Okay. So make sure that whatever your intention is, it comes from a place of positivity. Phrase your intention as a positive I will statement rather than a negative I won't. For example, this is for Lauren. I will try to drink more water rather than I won't get dehydrated today or I won't get to the point where I'm thirsty. Or I will have a relaxed, calm, journey to school that was for me rather than I won't scream at the kids in the car because they dawdled yeah nice mm -hmm. I love it number four keep your intentions simple they don't have to be these massive ambitious transformative goals in fact it's actually better if your intentions are realistic and actionable so you can practice this by using something that's typical for your week for example if there's always the same family lunch on a Sunday that you dread you can set the intention of I'm going to go to lunch more relaxed and connected to everyone there by making an effort and showing interest in their week. Nice. As you get more used to this sort of manageable thing, then you can set a bigger task. And number five, the final one, shift any limiting beliefs. Limiting beliefs are things that you believe to be absolutely true that have a negative impact on your life by holding you back in some way. Meaning that any doubt you have is going to be a blocker for achieving what you intend to achieve. This means if you don't believe that you can achieve your intention, that in itself is a big barrier to achieving it. Yeah. So try to reframe your mindset to match your desire with your beliefs. And it doesn't need to be big. No. You know, intentions aren't big like, I'm going to leave my job and buy a new house this year. It doesn't need to be big, grand, life-changing statements. It can just be the smallest things that you want for yourself. Yeah. Yeah. So now you know what to do and what the steps are. Yeah. Let's do it. Let's do it. How did you feel going into the week? Um, well, you know, the whole new year, newness. I felt like it was a very good thing to start with this year. And I felt quite determined to find some solid things, some solid intentions. What about you? I actually really loved having the reminder to set some intentions for myself mm. and not just come into 2023 without being intentional. Mm. So I was very grateful for it because I think I would have just gone into 
2023 without really thinking about what it is I want for myself. Yeah. And I don't do resolutions. I don't believe in them. I think they're rubbish. I don't do them. This feels much better, much healthier. Yeah. And more doable. It doesn't feel as strict, like we said in the intro, and it doesn't feel as bossy and I don't have to feel scared of it. I get to just be me yeah. within it. Because and that's what I like. Don't you also feel there's a little bit of you that if you don't really want to do the resolution, you can just botch it early doors and then not have to do it because you've already failed? But then why would you, you know? set it as a resolution if it's something you don't really want to do? Because you feel that you should, should. do it. Yeah. And there's a lot of shifts. Yes. And, and there's a lot of, oh, I'm going to get fitter this year. I'm going to lose weight this year. I'm going to go on a diet this year. There's a lot of those kinds of intentions around, isn't there? Yeah. Um, and obviously, if you put all that pressure on yourself from the 1st of January, it's, I mean, January is a hard month anyway. And it's long. And it's long. And to have to restrict it without alcohol, without anything that you enjoy, it just it makes it harder. It makes it look, I mean, January is the longest month of the whole it year. It really is. Oprah says that with an intention, you should sit with it. And then when the intention is right and you want to say yes. Your whole body will tell you. Yeah. So that just feels better than, okay, I'm going to just like not eat bread for January because you don't want to do it. And the intention isn't there. And your body is saying, no, fuck off. But it's not the same. But let's unpick that just for a minute. Yeah. Okay. So let's say your intention is I'm not going to eat bread for the whole of January. Yeah. That's actually not what the intention is. That's a little sub goal into what is lying underneath. So why do you, what? What is the why? The why beneath the why. Yes. So so I want to stop eating bread because. I feel I need to lose four pounds. And because it makes me bloated. Yeah. So actually. The truth is, underneath all that is, I want to feel more comfortable in my body or I want my stomach to feel more comfortable because bread doesn't agree with it. So it doesn't have to be about the bread. It could be about, okay, what do I need to do in order to make my stomach a bit calmer and make my body feel a bit better? So the intention really, a better thing would be to have the intention of, I'd really like to spend January feeling more comfortable in my body because I don't enjoy the feeling of being uncomfortable. So I'm going to intend to work around that by making choices that work for work. my body yeah. Yeah. and not putting things in my body that they, that it doesn't like. Yeah. Yeah. It's very different. It's it's totally different because for me, if I put that in there, okay, that's it. My resolution is no toast. I'd immediately go and make a piece of toast. It's probably the first thing I would do. Oh, well, I wouldn't stop be able, being able to think about toast. Right. It's all I would think about <laughs> yeah. is toast. Yeah. Now everyone's thinking about toast. <laughs> everyone's <laughs> heading for the toaster. <laughs> So this feels a lot kinder and a lot more manageable. Agreed. We're we're loving this already. I'm loving it already. And I also don't need, you know, I'm 40, I'm about to be 46 in February. I don't need to put these restrictions on myself anymore. They can just go piss off. Just don't need it. You're definitely a grown up now. I'm definitely a grown up. (laughs) You definitely know what you need and what you don't need and why and the who and the how. Right, so come on, let's hear about your week. You want me to go first? Yeah, why not? This episode is sponsored by Horizon Studios. If you're travelling this year and looking for high quality, sustainable and beautifully designed luggage, then look no further than Horizon Studios, who've launched two new ranges. The RE series, the world's most sustainable 97% recycled luggage, and now the revolutionary Air series, the world's lightest high-end suitcase. 
If you have airport anxiety, worrying about the weight of your case when it goes on those scales, then the Air Series is for you and it is definitely for me. The Air Series pushes the boundaries of travel. Each detail is designed and engineered to combine an ultralight and durable product. It's significantly lighter than regular suitcases. Thank goodness, Lauren, that is brilliant. And it comes with a lifetime warranty because the most sustainable suitcase is the one that you only buy once. We used the cases to go to Paris and Wales last year, and as chronic overpackers, we could still wheel them around with ease. We could. Ultra light and compact, the Air Series is made from a premium polycarbonate hard shell with reduced thickness and a recycled lining. It's 100% vegan and produced in a way that is 99% waste-free, blending design and function seamlessly. So, Nicole, you can pack those extra five pairs of shoes with no stress. The entire range is available on the Horizon Studios website and in all leading department stores. Just go to www.horizon-studios.com. Horizon Studios, let's go further. I had two intentions that I am trying to, to I don't want to say set. I'm going to say aim for. Mm, aim did for. Did everybody hear that? Yes. Okay. Uh, the why beneath the why. And I was thinking about the why beneath the why. That That's quite an important part of oh, it, right? It's everything okay so this is my first one this is what i'm stating i went through the steps because i felt that was the best way to go about it you, you also you know i like the steps. you know i like to follow yeah. the steps so state it i will aim to go to bed by 11 p.m four nights a week oh okay but tell us why What's the why beneath the why? Well, to cla now I'm clarifying it. Okay. I want to achieve feeling more alert and energised during the week and especially in the mornings. Okay. Keep it positive. I like the feeling of being rested and I would like to spend more of my evenings with my husband. So that's... Keeping it positive. What, what what are the positive things about doing that? And also... Although your husband's never there. Well, when he is there. <laughs> and also, that's very simple. I'm keeping it simple. Those are two very simple things. Well, you say it's simple, but actually it's it's enormous. Well... You I'm, doing that is going to be completely life-changing. Okay, and then what's my limiting belief? Mm. Well, that is very easy. My limiting belief is I hate mornings. Yeah. I am a night owl. Yeah. I cannot go to bed before 1am because that's my normal bedtime. Those are my limiting beliefs. Yes. Right. There's also something about you. It's the rebel in you about staying up late. It, it's about doing it because you shouldn't be doing it. Yeah. And it's my time. Yeah. It's my free time. Yeah. No one wants me. No one needs me. No one's talking to me. I can do what I like. But, you know, I find that in the morning. Yes. I do that in the morning. Yes. But I, well, I do have this narrative. I hate mornings. I'm not a morning person. I'm this, I'm that. Well, is that true or have I just created that because it suits my agenda better? Don't know because it, I haven't been you doing say this. say the same with anything, couldn't you? Yeah. But I haven't been doing this yet for long enough to be able to come back to you with how that's been going. Well, we're only the second day into the new year. Yes. So our intentions haven't formed yet. We're just creating them. Yeah. So I think when we come back to the epilogue show, I'm going to have a better grasp on yeah. how that's going yeah. and how it's working in, in real life. Nice. Yeah. 
But that's one for me. Okay, I'm very proud of you for that. Thanks. I and, think, and it's not huge. You it's, keep saying that, but actually, the action around it and the result of it would be huge. Not that I think you walk around really so tired. I don't. I don't I think, think it would be huge. I think what I it do. is is achievable. And I do. four nights a week. Yeah, it's a lot. It's achievable, and not only achievable, it's not ridiculous. It's not. It's not crazy. Can I? Can I just, just on the four night a week thing? Yeah. We'll just unpick that just yeah. for a little bit, mm -hmm. because why have the restriction of four nights a week? Why not just say to yourself, I want to aim to get some earlier nights in my week? Because then I think if I don't put an, if I if I don't hit four, yeah. That's okay if I only hit two or three. Yeah. But I think if I don't put any number in there, yeah. I'll say, oh, well, I did 10.30 on Tuesday, so that's it for the week. But it's about the intention. It's not about the going to bed earlier. It's about get. It's about become, enjoying your mornings more. Well, feeling, feeling more, more alert. rested. Feeling more rested. So but it doesn't really matter what you do around that. So I could have aimed for seven. But I thought that was no, ridiculous. No, no, but, that's, but, I, but I also don't want you to put those restrictions on yourself. I don't feel four is restrictive. I felt seven was restrictive. So that's why I put it down to only four, because I feel like that is, again, more achievable. But what I'm saying is the why beneath the why yeah. is I want to feel more alert yes. in the mornings. And more rested and, and more not rested grumpy. And not grumpy. Yeah. And yeah. I feel better in yeah. the mornings. Yeah. It's just like the bread example, yeah. isn't it? I yeah. want to feel comfortable in yeah. my body. Yeah. So you go into bed... It's irrelevant what you do. Yeah. It's the intention is I want to feel better in the morning. Yes. So I'm hoping that intention will spur me on yeah. to doing it. It's very nice. Okay. So I don't think it is. It's achievable. Yeah. Mm. Um, but it, I think it would have a profound effect on you. Let's see. Yeah. Shall we? Yeah. Okay. Shall I tell you my second one? Yeah. It's quite a deep one, this. Okay. Don't know how you're going to feel about this. Go on. I'm no, scared. it's not scary. It's okay. just like very unlike me. Okay. My second one is I intend to be more demonstrably loving toward my husband. I've stunned you into silence, haven't I? Well, I mean, we need some background. We need. We need. Go on. How did you get to this? Okay. So that's stating the intention. Demonstrably. Yes. Meaning? Outwardly. Outward, more outwardly affectionate. Okay. Okay. Okay, because? Well, this was my, this was my clarifying statement. I want to bring more affection and tenderness, that is the key word, into my life. And by giving out more love and affection... I will receive it in return. Beautiful. Okay. I'm nodding and fiercely. And I'm also clarifying, I like the feeling when we are connected and it reminds me that I am in a contented, happy marriage. Oh, that's so, so that's, sweet. Yeah. <laughs> so sweet. Right. So how to keep it simple? Remember to kiss hello and goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> simple right <laughs> also you see that's what happens at how many years you've been married 20 21 yeah. and here's another thing that's very simple <laughs> go to bed earlier together because when you're in bed together earlier affection is more likely to occur yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and the last simple thing going back to an older practice 
assume good intent. Oh, I know. Oh, I really know you don't. Put, I know no, you really don't love that bag. one, but you I, know, I I like it in certain scenarios. I think it works beautifully here. Okay, now this is my limiting belief. I am not an affectionate person. You're not really, <laughs> but you're not. But Ow. that's okay. Ouch. No, but that's not. That's like saying I don't have blonde hair. I mean, it's not a. I'm not particularly cuddly. You're not. Cuddly. <laughs> <laughs> particularly, you take that word out. You're not. I'm not. But that's not a bad thing. It's just part of who you are. But it doesn't mean that I can't be. No. I, and I think if you're going to extend affection anywhere in your life, it should be towards Ollie. Yes. Yeah. I mean, this, we is, don't this need... is Nicole saying we... in a very subtle way, I don't cuddle her. That's what she's <laughs> trying to say. That's what she's trying to say. I'm not the cuddliest of people either. You're you're not. But I find it hilarious that you think I'm less cuddly you than you. We gave each other a hug on Christmas Eve. Yeah, we did. I mean, that was not weird. No, that's quite normal. <laughs> it's weird now that we're discussing it. <laughs> and it was Christmas, after all. <sighs> okay. Uh, <laughs> we're never going to agree on this because I would always say of the two of us, you're less cuddly than me, but you're not. You think I'm less cuddly? Yeah. On meeting, on first meeting. I'm a harder nut to crack. I accept I think, that. I think we need some outside influence here. James. James doesn't <laughs> cuddle either of us. No, I've never cuddled James. But James likes to keep things work appropriate. I, it, it's never been necessary James, or appropriate who, for us you, to have, all you, have a group hug. If you had to cuddle me or Nicole, who no, do you feel would no, be more... No, that's not the question. That's not the question. Who do you feel would be more open to it? No. What's the question? Okay, well, that's quite a good that question. That is a good... Yeah. Like, can I hear you, James? Uh, I have to shout. Sorry, James. What do you even mean? I mean, if you were feeling like I really want to give one of them a hug, which of the two of us do you feel would be more reciprocal, who'd be happier to receive it, more cuddly? I Who's more cuddly? I wouldn't think either of you would have a problem receiving it. No, but who of the two of us? More cuddly is a weird one. That's like... <laughs> That's like okay, what, spending how, some time there. How can I? Okay, like, not not cuddling. Right. Cuddling's <laughs> a bit affectionate. Uh, yeah, who's more affectionate of the two of us? Do you think? I think you're both in your own different special ways. Yeah. Affectionate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. When wow. It the other day, yeah. It reminded me of that level of affection we have. Wow. <laughs> wow. He means cold. He means we're ice queens from hell. Oh, is that what James. you mean, James? Wow, that's we harsh. We called you. Hold on. When it snowed, when yeah. it snowed. Yeah. Either of you felt you needed it in yeah. any way. No, we're not asking, would you be able to? would I feel yeah. either of you would blow it back if it, so I'd hug either of you and I wouldn't really be around long enough to be like, do you know what, this one would be. <laughs> This one was I, cuddlier. I've got to tell you, having sampled both hugs, yeah. I really would spend more time cuddling, cuddling that one. This one. That, that okay, would never no. come I don't think this question's it's come never. out in the in the in the correct way. But anyway, let's rein it back in before it gets <laughs> really inappropriate. So it's a very nice intention for Ollie and you, and I'm very what happy it for is, both of you. It's a nice intention for me because as our friend Oprah, new friend of the show, as, as she says, if you want to bring in love, you've got to give out love, right? Yeah. So I can't go around my daily business 
being my usual self with the inner intention of, well, I'm very affectionate and I do love you and I'd love to give you a kiss, but I'm not going to give you a kiss or tell you that or do anything. I'm just going to go about my day psychically thinking that you might reciprocate the nothing that I'm doing. Yeah, it if, doesn't work that way. It doesn't that's, work that that's way. That's just not the way the world works. No, or marriages or any relationship. No. So, you know, I do, I, I am... I am self-aware. I am self-aware enough about this. And we did go away before Christmas and have a very long conversation about this whole subject. It wasn't a very long conversation. That is a lie. It was like a four-minute conversation. <laughs> it's quite long. But, yeah. In a long-term marriage. But, you know, just sometimes you just need that... <coughs> sometimes you need a circuit breaker and a reminder of why you're in it, what's going on here what could be improved on because I am of the absolute belief that a marriage is a living, growing, live entity. It is not like you meet someone, you get married, the end, like in every storybook. It's just one day. It's the same as a birth. Everyone's... No, you've, you've, you've got to go through a lifetime together yeah. and you both change and you both evolve and you have to make sure that you do that in a connected way that you can grow together. Exactly. And but... that takes work and it takes attention and Agreed. it takes affection and it takes a lot of love. So so that that's my okay. intention. And it's... Did you kiss him good morning? Um, this... Did I kiss him good morning this morning? I actually didn't. Oh, well, there you go. So when you go in today, is he at home today? But to be fair, he was not in the bedroom when I woke up. He was already downstairs. You can kiss him downstairs. I could have kissed him <laughs> You can true. kiss him wherever he is. I mean, is. it wasn't a particularly romantic morning. We had to drive in separate cars to drop no, no, a car no, to be no, serviced no, at the garage. No, It's irrelevant. I know. I know what you're saying. Yeah. But I'm when not you gonna... go home yeah. and you walk in the door, yeah. regardless if he's upstairs, downstairs yeah. or at Hyundai, yeah. you give him a kiss. But you know, you see, the thing that about this is because I have been paying attention in the last few days and setting this intention and going through this intention, what I have found that has come back to me is things like, oh, I'm going to tidy up the office today, he says. I haven't had to nag. Well, you said you had to nag before, but you I didn't actually have to nag before today. Because he feels more, you know, keen to do nice things that he knows make me Can happy, like tidying up his office. <laughs> <laughs> and I feel more friendly. Perhaps you could have an intention him. around more romance in your relationship. <laughs> Listen, him cleaning up the office is that foreplay. Is, that is foreplay. serious foreplay. Okay, is that the end of your intentions? That's the end of my intentions. Well, I'm very, 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 very proud of you thank you okay mine also got a little bit deep oh first at the top yeah i would like to say that all of my goals yes that i wanted for myself in 2022 i think i achieved wow yeah they were very work related they yeah. were very worky yeah and they can be can't they that's fine goals yeah um and so Going into 2023, mm. I really didn't want my intentions to be around what I want to achieve work-wise or professionally. Mm -hmm. I really wanted it to be about me and what I want for myself as a woman in the world. Nice. So Very nice. There are boring ones, mm -hmm. obvious ones. Yep. I want to give up sweetener. Yeah. I want to give up sugar. But these are all resolution-y. They're very resolution-y. I want to eat better. You do eat best. 
I don't eat best. I don't eat best. <laughs> best. Yeah. I don't eat best. I don't think you could eat better. I could eat much better. I eat so much sugar. <laughs> so if I didn't eat sugar, I would eat a lot better. Um, and I want to try out being sober curious. So they're just... Okay. They're resolution-y. They're, they are quite resolution They're a bit givey-uppy. Bit givey-uppy. Yeah. Totally givey-uppy. They're a bit restrictive. There's um, not a lot of room for manoeuvring those. Apart from sober curious. But let but let's talk about then giving up sweetener, for example, okay. in, in an intention based way. Yeah. I do I want to because the reason I want to give it up is because it's not good for me. So it Why all comes is it back not to good for you. Because it's full of shit and it's full of saccharin and that's just not it's not good for you. And I drink five, six coffees a day and always have one sweetener in it. Right. So if every other coffee mm-hmm. I have a sweetener mm-hmm. in it. It's not about the sweetener. It's about being as healthy as I can possibly be. Could you maybe cut down to half? I know they're very hard to break in half, but you can do it. Could you break down to half a sweetener? Yeah, I could. Yeah, so then you'd be having half the amount a day. Yeah. I, if really, you do that, I might is, also do it. The truth is I actually need to give up. I need to cut down on coffee. Okay. <laughs> okay. But but that's what I mean. When you go from a resolution to an intention, you start digging What's beneath the What's the why beneath the why do you need to give up coffee? Because, I think, I, because I think I drink too much coffee. And what's the effect? Um, you're not jittery on it. I'm not jittery on it, but actually going into more of my intentions, Mm. I want to create more calm for myself. Okay. And coffee's not the way to go. And coffee's not the way to go. And actually something that really revealed itself in the Christmas period, because we weren't doing much. Yeah is my kids, they can sleep in late, everyone can chill out on the sofa, they just like dawdle around, they take their time. They're very happy to not get moving to like one, two o'clock, yeah. including my husband. Yeah. And I can't do that. Yeah. By that point, I'd already been to the gym and I'd been for a walk or I'd coloured my hair or I'd met a friend or I'd cleaned out three of the kitchen cupboards or cleaned the fridge out or done all the washing or I just could not mm. sit still. Mm. And that is something I really need to look at. And then I Mm. wonder why I don't always feel calm Mm. inside. I'm not not saying I feel anxious. I don't. Mm. But I don't always take the calmest approach. Mm. And so I I need to find more calm in my life. Okay. And so maybe less coffee would help you with the calm. Perhaps. Yeah. Perhaps. Yeah. Um, I, I think the intention there is, well, I think the question is what would happen if I stop. Let's let's play my voice note. Actually, okay. this is a good time to play my voice note. What is my intention for 2023? Firstly, love this juicy, rich question. My answer is to be happy and healthy, as I'm sure most of our answers would be, would be that. And for my loved ones <laughs> to be happy and healthy, And then I guess I have to ask myself, okay, well, what makes me happy and what keeps me healthy? What makes me happy is spending time with my loved ones, working with Lauren, working on our our purpose of sending our message out about self-care. That makes me really happy. What keeps me healthy? Uh, Going to the gym, eating well, staying off sugar. Um calm finding calm in my life and then i guess once you work out or once i've worked out what keeps me happy and healthy then we can start to get into the intention so i think you can just go deeper and deeper and deeper with this which is what i love about it so the fact that i say oh i can't sit still 
or I, I want to sit. I want to be able to sit still. Actually, I don't really want to be able to sit still because I don't like that. But I do want to find a way to be calmer. That's a big one for me. I and I don't really know how I'm going to do that. But I feel the same about being demonstrably affectionate. I would like that, but maybe it's just not who I am. And am I forcing it or am I am I sort of creating it? Am I sort of coaxing it out of myself? Is it in there? I just don't do it. I don't know. Well, the same with you. Like if you just... I don't want to... It's not like I want to be able to sit on the sofa till one o'clock and do nothing. I, I cannot. I will not. I don't want to. It does not... That does not bring me happiness. It mm. makes me frustrated and bored and I think it's a waste of fucking time. So I don't want to do that. I'm happy to sit down at 9pm and watch a TV programme. Mm. <clears throat> but I don't want to do that during the day. That's just, that is not who I am. So that's why I'm being quite specific about the calm. Mm. It's I want to be able to respond to my life of whatever is being thrown at me mm. or that's in my space mm. in a calm way. Mm -hmm. Okay. So, you know, that involves CBD. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and that involves bringing more calm in. Because if you want calm you have to create calm and you have to be calm yes so i have to do things that are calming yeah i'm gonna have to go to fucking hot yoga am i gonna have to do things like am i gonna have to meditate i have to knit i'm gonna have to do things i don't want to do so i don't mm. i don't want to do things i don't want to do but i do want the calm okay so it's, it's, a, it's a work in progress yeah yeah it's a work in progress it is the other thing is that I want to go into 2023 with I was having this wonderful conversation with my sister about trust mm -hmm. and if we trust ourselves. Mm. And I said, you know what? Something I really learned in 2022 is how much I trust myself. Mm. Because by giving up my career and all the things that you and I have created together, it's taken a leap of faith yep. and it's taken a lot of self-trust. Yeah. So actually... I want to go into 2023 with that new awareness about mm. myself mm. that I trust myself. I can trust that I make good choices for myself. I can trust that I hold myself in a high regard and I do what's good for me. And I kind of just want to keep that awareness around me in 2023 when situations arise and I perhaps doubt myself or just have having that oh I can't, I'm finding it hard to articulate but just having that knowing that I can trust me mm. and I wonder how that will present itself how that will aid me and help me and support me in 2023 now that I've really learned that in 2022. Mm. Interesting. Very interesting. It is, isn't it? Yeah. Because there's a couple of situations that I have in my life right now where I've really doubted myself mm. and I've doubted my intention mm. and I've doubted whether I'm doing the right thing and making the right choice. But actually with this new knowledge that I do trust myself, it's given me a whole new perspective on it. And that actually that's a very empowering thing to know. I do trust myself implicitly. But I also do trust you. And I think there's a part of n knowing that somebody trusts you that also makes you trust yourself. Yes. yes. It's another thing of put it out and you'll get it back. Yes. But I, I also think that's part of it. And I feel the same from you. I know you trust me implicitly and that also makes me trust myself. Yes. And maybe that's how I learned that in maybe. 2022 is through our partnership. Maybe, maybe. But, that, we, but we did do that 
instinctively pretty much from day one. Yes, we did. And also we've never let each other down. No, but I do I do trust my instincts. I always have. They, they don't let me down. So I know if I'm right or I'm wrong about something I feel. So to put that in an intention. Yeah. My intention for 2023 is to trust myself mm. and to always trust myself mm. and to always trust that I am a good person I don't always ma- I don't always get it right of course I don't I'm human being but I do always try my best mm. and if I do get it wrong then I will hold my hands up and try and make it right mm. and I'm going to walk through 2023 with that love it thank you okay I think we've started the year quite well so do I yeah so do I should we summarise yes <laughs> So, what is your favourite thing about setting intentions? I don't want to say what worked and what didn't because we're in the process of trying them out. Yeah. We're still we're still sort of trying them on for size, aren't we? The the digging, the digging down. Mm. And the difference between this and the resolution is what 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 are the positives to me? What's it bringing to me? And having the whole Christmas period and the going away and spending more time together and neither of us being work you know, working and frazzled and exhausted and busy and hectic and everything. When you have that time to slow down and realising, yes, this, I feel happy when we're like this. I feel happy when we're connected. This brings joy to me and peace to me and makes me remember all the reasons why we're married and everything's nice. And when I think of that feeling, I think, well, obviously I want to bring this. This is my intention because look how much I gain from feeling like this all the time. And everyone in your household, how of much course. they gain from it. And as the well. same with and the same with going to bed early. What am I well, what am I gaining? I'm not I'm not setting a restriction, I'm not punishing myself. What am I gaining? I'm actually giving myself a gift almost. So it's like me giving up sweetener. I'm not giving up sweetener. I'm gaining something else. Something else. Yeah. Stepping into something that's healthier, more nourishing, yes. better for me. Yeah. So looking at I guess what worked is looking at the intention from a place of I have so much to gain here. I have so much to gain. Exactly. And that's how I need to take this sober curious, which we're actually going to do a show on in a few weeks. I don't want to say too much about it. But having that intention around it of, well, let's see what's on the other side of this. Let's not focus on the giving up alcohol. Actually, what is there to gain from not drinking? From curating a better, from curating a better you. Yes. It's beautiful. What didn't work? Anything? No. No, I I do think it takes time. Yes. Um, And it takes a little bit of marinating. So it's not like, right, my intention is to give up sweetener and to eat better and to go to the gym more. You know, that's just, A, that's resolution-y and it's a bit of a cop-out. Like really think about whatever it is you want, whatever it is your intention is, ask yourself, but why do I want this? Yeah, the why beneath the why. What's the reason for it? What will it bring for me? Yeah. What will it improve in my life? Mm. Absolutely. And I think that's beautiful. Mm. And the big question, is it coming in the club? Of course. Yes. How how can the first practice of 2023 not come in the club? I'm loving this as the first practice of the year. That would be tragic. It's coming. It's coming in. It's coming. And actually, what people could do is as they come in, Mm. clubbers can set an intention at the door yeah. they could even write it yeah. and pop Put it in it a in... secret ballot box that's fabulous yeah that is totally fabulous great 
Or maybe we could just stick it on like an, the intention wall. Oh, like a post-it board yeah, and you could just do an anonymous, anonymous. intention. My intention is up. to stay present or my intention is to relax. My maybe on our epilogue show, we'll ask the clubbers to write an intention and we'll do like a, I don't know how we would do it. You can do it on Canva. <laughs> you can, you do, can it. do it. Um, we can put them all up as like post-its, anonymous post-its of people's intentions for the year. I love it. Okay. That's up to you, clubbers. You can start pinging us your, your, intention. your intentions. Start pinging them to us, yeah. and then I can anonymously make some sort of a fabulous post-it post it apparently thing. Pinterest post-it thing. You definitely can. <laughs> <laughs> I'll give it a go. Okay. Um, and that is our show, our first show of 2023. Let us wish you a happy new year and a healthy one. Absolutely. Please send us what your intentions may be. We really want to hear from you. And we will be back on Wednesday with a snippet mm. show. And we'll be back on Friday with our epilogue show, which I think is going to be pretty special. I think so. Have a good week. <laughs>